This is Suburban Dope. of being in the water and doing all this crazy shit in the water. Dude, I remember seeing one thing where there was like, they put them in this ice cold lake or whatever, dude. It had to been probably like 50 degrees. Yeah. And, uh, water in there and it was like shorts. Mm-hmm. Everything else bare. Mm-hmm. And it was staying there till you can't stay in there no more. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Just go in there. And stay in there. Go in there and tread water until you can't tread water anymore. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Until you until you drop. <laughs> and just know that if you drop out early, you ain't shit. Yeah. And you probably not gonna make it. Yeah. Simple as that. That's that Navy SEAL shit is no joke, bro. Yeah. But damn, I remember that summer. I remember all that. Yeah. And then actually, we didn't even do the counties that year because um everybody went off and did their own thing. I mm-hmm. think. Like I remember we me and Jaron, we went down to um Tennessee. And uh, I don't know what Josh was doing. Jordan probably was doing something. Yeah, Jordan it, was doing. Jordan was doing shows at that yeah, point. That was it. Yeah. At that point, it was like, all right, no more swim. Like, yeah. No more swim team. Yeah. That was it. That, that was, was the it. final hurrah. Matter of fact. Yeah. I think we it. moved. To, um, we moved after that time. Yeah. Like that, that was, was that it. had been what maybe sixth grade. Yeah. Or so for me, me, so for me, that like was 11? that was eighth grade. Yeah, that was eighth grade for me. Yeah. That was eighth wow. grade. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was yeah, a good, man. That was yeah, a good. Man. That was a good send off. <laughs> man, swim back team. Swim team used to be the jump shit, off. Hey, that's bro. funny because uh, Janelle just sent a text to the group chat, uh, the family group chat, saying Jade is trying to get on the swim team, oh, but she can only man. get on the swim team if she can swim a whole lap. Yeah, and she can't do it. She can't do it yet. And you can't. Then you can't so get on the swim get, team. We gotta get her right, bro. You can't. You got. I was about to say we you gotta, gotta get, get him right, right then. Yeah. That's it. I do a whole lot. Like yo, I, uh, last week I went. I went to a birthday party with my with my girl, and you know she has kids, mm-hmm. and they were you know they and it was a, it was a you know at a, at, a, at a pool. It was a little pool, yeah. but like they they're they're like afraid of the water a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like her daughter's five, and she can she can she can hold her own in there, but she can't like. She can't like swim, swim. Yeah, her son is afraid of the water, and that's and that's, that's crazy. That's, like, and that's crazy. Crazy growing up around the water because like we nigga, we swam. me and Jordan were going to the pool by ourselves. I was nine years old going to the pool by myself. Yep. Jordan was, I was six, younger. Yeah, going with me, and you had to get the uh, you had to pass the little safety test. Yeah, and we yep. passed it with like it was nothing. Yeah, because we were on a swim team. It was so easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah. It was so easy. Yeah, tread water for two minutes. We were like, okay. Right. And they were looking at us like, oh, shit. You like, all are really do, treading do water. Do one lap. So we do one lap. Okay. Freestyle, then we do one lap backstroke. Okay. <laughs> can I go to the pool now? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I swim by myself yeah, now? Right. Can I come here without my parents? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, well, that's cause, it. Kids nowadays, they, me, they wouldn't do that. Like, nah, what? Nah. Growing up, man, you mm-hmm. walk to the pool. You walk to the pool, man. It was, how it, was a, it was a it was a it was a it was a thing. It was an event to walk to the pool. Yeah. Because as you were walking to the pool, there were other kids walking to the pool as well. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, what's good? Oh, 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 so and so's oh, so and so's here. Yeah. And you look and through they're the all fence. On a, everybody's on a swim team together. Everybody. So it's like you're in the same neighborhood. Everybody's Everybody. on the swim team. Niggas, swim team. You remember this is how lit swim team used to be. Remember the fucking uh, potlucks, the potlucks, yeah. nigga, the midnight, the, the midnight overnight joints, and we could swim in the in pool, pool at yeah. night, and they yeah. would put the lights, lights on, on in yeah. the pool. Oh my god! Throw the floats in there. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, my mama come with a meatball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Anything you oh, wanted, bro. Anything man. you wanted, you got it. Oh, parents bro. would leave, bro. Parents would Bruh. leave, they out. And then because it's everybody us. lived so close. Yeah. It was like, all right, yeah. see you in the morning. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And they would just come in the morning. Yeah. And then we can swim in the pool in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We lived at the pool. That we was lived it. at the pool, that bro. That was it. That was it. The pool was the one, man. Damn. And then just like, yeah, like you had you had access to, no matter where you live, like there was a trail or some path that you knew could get you to where you're going. <laughs> that was Columbia. That was it. Yeah. Columbia was that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and the, you could, the funny thing is, it was like a whole like, okay, we're in Oka Mills, but mm-hmm. this morning before I want to go to school, me and my friend, we're going to ride our bike to Owen Brown McDonald's. Right. And then come back. And then come back <laughs> and go to school. We used to come back with the McDonald's. They're like, yo, what's going on? How did you? You rode up bikes. <laughs> you rode up bikes. Bikes all tricked out. <coughs> Everybody's about to be yeah, tricked right. out. <laughs> Niggas would be riding on the back of the pegs. Like, we yo. were doing that shit early, bro. Real early in the game. They don't really do that now. Nah, Kids don't really nah. do that now. Like, we had such a, I don't know, like a sense of being independent as like a kid. Like, yeah. That was that was just so cool. Like for our parents to just be like, "All right, y'all know where you're going out to play, and I know you'll be back." Right, right. And I mean, I might have missed the before the streetlights. Come on, like I might yeah. miss that. Right. But I still was. My we parents were, were cool. With, yeah, we were. Out we there. were still out there. We were out there all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, shit. I mean, niggas really grew up together. That's 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 what's so crazy about that. Yeah. Like it was like it was more than just the pool. Like. At that, like at that point, we damn near were family, yeah. basically. Hundred percent. That shit is real. That's yeah, that's crazy. Well, I mean, we're definitely on the air at this point. <laughs> um, Angie Barrow, Suburban Dope. As you hear, there's a whole nother person with me. Um, What's going on? What's this going person, on, uh, his name is Terrell. And uh, yeah, man, he's family. This is my brother. This is this is great. Just because he has he has a he has a a, a, a a certain energy to him, and it's gonna be dope. So I'm glad I'm glad you're here. That's 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 fun. My man, thank you, man. It's it's good to be on. 
You know, like I said, I feel like, you know, you're the, you're the, you're the big bro, man. Like I said, man, shoot, growing up with you, seeing seeing you go through whatever it is you went through, man. Right. It's, it's crazy. Right. You know, it laid, laid the blueprint, to be right. honest, you know. Just you were one of the older friends that I knew, you know. And, like, being a little kid, you like, you always had those people that you look up to and whatnot. And right, you right, see how right, they move, right. and you was definitely... You know, one of the people that I was I was watching, like, uh, all right, cool, cool, he doing this, all right, cool, 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 like, yeah, that, that's dope, like, yeah, that's dope, so. that's cool, cause I mean, yeah, that's 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 real life, cause I mean, shit, your mom, your mom was watching us, that was early in the game, and like, yeah, it was never one of those things, like, okay, yeah, you know, this is this is my friend, Terrell, like, okay, this is my friend Jaron, right, we're here, that's it. Like, no, like, niggas was walking to school together. Yep. Like, we were doing that together. We were eating meals together, mm-hmm. like, playing video games, watching watching all the all, all the dope music videos. Like, yep. we were watching TV, yeah. like, movies. Like, we were doing all that shit. Skate we were park. Do- all that shit. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Like, Swimming. Yep. Swim team. Mm-hmm. Like, all that shit. We did. I mean, did you play soccer? Yeah. yeah. We played all the sports. Yeah. <laughs> we played it yeah, all because yeah, I, I played a, soccer. I, I played baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, shoot, I remember the first time I wanted to play football. I was uh, actually, um, I think I was around, it might have been first grade. And uh, I was I was too big to play on the, uh, the, the tackle team. Right. I didn't make the weight limit. Right. But I could play flag. Right, because there was no weight limit in flag, so I ended up playing flag with my little brother. Right, and we was on the same team, and man, that was that was crazy, man. It was a crazy experience, you know, starting out, starting out like that, and then I ended up playing. Uh, I found out like an unlimited weight squad team uh, called the Bruins. Right, and I was playing for them for a couple of years. Right, so just you know, being able to do that with the ice, the ice rink, I playing. Oh, we, I, oh man, the hockey, like yeah, all, we like, were doing that, doing all that. Like, we were doing uh, that. Roller yeah. rink, man, it didn't matter what it was. Yeah, we were doing that shit. That's real. We were going to the roller rink all the time too. Yeah. Remember cause remember I was actually were, uh, more into the ice rink. Like to be yeah. honest, my like hanging out with some of my friends that played on a hockey team, like they honestly were trying to get me to play hockey. But right. once again it comes down to hockey being a very expensive sport Hockey's to play. Super expensive, and, yeah, man. So you Yo, know how that went with the parents. This is this is check this out. This is uh speaking of like what like, you know, what, what we were talking about earlier, just and we're going to talk about that. But my homie Dave, shout out to Dave, he played hockey. Like he played hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is you know this is my homie out in Jersey. Like okay. he played he played hockey, and he was good, and he was fast, yep. and like he just stopped playing, mm-hmm. and he just never got back into it. Yep. And it's like what happened? Why 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 did you do that? Why would why would you not want to play? Like why you were you were you were you were so good. Why did you stop? What 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 made you stop doing that? Yeah. Why'd you stop doing that? And he and then and then and then like, you know, we'll talk about it now and stuff, and he just he kicks himself. He does, because mm-hmm. he could be he could be playing We don't look at it um as, you know, as an opportunity, I think. At that age, like mm-hmm. you know, we look at it as oh, you know, this is something that is, is fun at the moment or something. Right. We don't. Then it might we just might it may pass us by, but like if you look back at it, 
you can always be like, oh, wow, like, if I would have followed this, like, what could have followed? What could have happened? Been, you know, scholarships, this, that, and the third, you yeah. know? So, yeah. I think it's just, as when we're young, we don't look at it like that, which, nah. which kind of hurts. But you learn from it. You learn from it. Yeah. Like I said, now your boy, he may not, you know, that may change how he looks at something else in his life. You know I say I don't want to make yeah. that mistake again. Yeah. You know, if it's something that I'm good at or something, I'm going to take right. advantage of it now. Right. Because that's like, damn, bro. You yeah. just, you gave up. You just, you just gave up. Like, you just stopped playing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's crazy. It's not like, oh, yeah. Like, he was going to Canada for, like, camps and different shit like that. Like, he was playing hockey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my man was really playing hockey, and yeah. he was good. Like, you're playing with the Canadians, you're good. Yeah. And you're going out there, like, you know, four or five times a year for, like, a month? Oh, yeah, you're good. Like, you're playing hockey. Yeah. And then, you know, 16 years old, just, uh, I don't want to do it no more. Yeah. What? <laughs> you could be playing in the minors right. at that, making, like, psh- Probably making like eighty thousand a year. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not broke. Nope. Them dudes aren't broke. No. And 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 some of them get drafted. And then you can get drafted. You making two hundred fifty thousand a year. Yep. Like you can be making that money, no but God. you just stop. You just stop playing. Yep. That's crazy. And that's what I'm kind of grateful for, man. The thing <laughs> is that, you know, I still to this day haven't stopped playing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Starting from, you know, being. Well, how old are you in fourth grade? Maybe Shoot, 10, I was 11. I was nine, nine yeah. in fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's when I started, you know, playing my horn, you know. And like I said, I played, started playing my horn by, you know, like like chance, you know, because I actually, my, my first two instruments that I wanted to play was, you know, as a kid, you don't really know a whole bunch of instruments. You might know like a trumpet and a saxophone. Right. So that's, that's what I wanted to play. Right. And, uh. You know, I, I came home, I remember the day, because I still, I wanted to play earlier than that. I wanted to play in third grade. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play uh, strings. I just mm-hmm. wanted to get on something. Mm-hmm. But uh, my sisters, they told me, they were like, hey, like, I know you want to get on, but wait one more year. Right. Because they were in a band. They both played clarinet. Right. Um, so they were like, wait one more year. It'd be worth it. So that's what I did. But, you know, when I came home with that paper, tell my mother I wanted to play trumpet and saxophone. She said, all right, cool, let's go to the music store. Went to the music store, man. I'm lighting up, looking at all the trumpets, saxophones. She like, oh, it's this much? Uh, nah. No. <laughs> and how much is this one? No, uh, no. nah. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, I was defeated, bro. I'm thinking I was ready to come out there with like a trumpet or a saxophone, yeah. man, and yeah. getting, getting ready to put my hands on something, mm-hmm. man, like walk off the lot. And uh, yeah, I walked out, nothing. And uh, she was just like, yeah, we're, uh, I'm going to see what I can do, I guess, basically. And uh, yeah, she had emailed the school mm-hmm. and uh, talked to the band director and said, hey, my son really wants to you know, play. Is there anything you can do? Like, can he rent an instrument from the school or something? And the uh, band director said, yeah, sure, he can rent a, a baritone horn, which is like a smaller version of a tuba. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I rented that. And uh, I was happy I had an instrument I was in. <laughs> I was like, well, all right, I can do something. So I got to playing it. A fourth grade came around, you know, hot cross buns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From the beginning, everybody's all happy. Oh, yeah, we, I'm in the band. I'm in the band. Right. And, you know, then fifth grade comes. Everybody from fourth grade, about half of it, if not more, everybody drops out. Right. And then fifth grade comes. Like I said, we got a new band director, and uh, I'm still with it. 
next thing you know, the uh, end of the fifth grade season comes up. The band director from the middle school, Open Mills, comes down and uh, comes listen to us. And uh, she listens to me play, and she says, uh, hey, would you ever think about, she said, you're good. Would you ever think about playing uh, tuba? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, that's just, she's like, it's just a bigger version of that. And I was, right. like, I was like, all right, cool. And, uh, yeah, she let me uh, take a tuba home from, uh, from the uh, middle school and uh, to practice over the summer. And uh, you know what I did? Didn't <laughs> didn't do none of that. Well, it was uh, right. summer summer before I went to middle school. Man, right. I was getting ready right. to like change. So I'm like, man, I gotta enjoy this. So like I said, we went down to uh, Tennessee. Man, I had a ball, came back, and uh, yeah, it was like three days before we. I had to go back to school and uh, you know be in a band, and I just you know got the fumbling through it, and uh, you know was like, all right, cool, I got this. Went in the uh, band the first day. We had to practice, and she was like. She's like, wow. She's like, you sound good. She's like, you been practicing? I'm just like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I practice. I practice all summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did that all summer. And it was like, it was like from that point, it was like you know, raw a raw talent mm-hmm. that I realized, you know, that oh wow, I really, I really got something like yeah. So I actually was the only um, tuba player in the school, um, like sixth grade, I think, and through seventh grade. Um, she actually wanted me to try out to do GT band, um, but I didn't. I didn't do it because I still wasn't. I wasn't taking it too serious. Like I still was trying to play football and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I still enjoying being a kid. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I ended up going to. Uh, we ended up moving, um, and uh, I went to uh, Deer Park, their magnet school, um, middle. And they had a uh, like a music magnet program, so I did that. Got in there, and they normally don't let people in. Right. The, uh, you know, the program, unless you've been in since, like, the beginning. Right. Um, like, sixth grade, you know, seventh grade, doing the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I came in audition. Um, band director was like, wow, you know, you're pretty decent. Once again, you know, he's like, I'm going to let you in. So then, yeah, got in there. And, uh, yeah, just kept going, man. Kept going. Uh, like I said, when I got out there, when I moved out to... Uh, <coughs> when I... Uh, when we moved out of Baltimore County, right, um, man, it was like a whole change, you know, reality yeah. check for sure. Yeah, you know, like I said, when I went to school out there, my boy, uh, shout out my boy Troy. First day I met him, man, I was getting my music, got my music and my instrument, or whatever, and was walking past uh, somebody's music, and I had knocked it down by mistake, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't, for some reason, I didn't end up going to pick it up, and I just continued to walk back to my seat. Right. Next thing you know, my boy Troy. Boy, he wasn't my boy then. <laughs> right. He walked up to me like, you knocked my music down? I'm like, what? Like, you know, boom, he grabbed me, choked me up, choked me up and pushed me up against the cabinet. He like, man, go pick my music up. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what the Yo. fuck is happening yeah, right, right. I'm, right. Like, I'm yeah. like, are you serious, bro? I'm like, doing I'm like, right it's now? not that serious. Yeah. I'm like, wow. So I'm like, oh, this is how they doing it out here? Like, right. I never right. got into no competition, like, right. from where I'm from, like, at all. Like, so right. I'm like, wow, like, this is how they doing it out here? So I'm like, man, I go pick it up, you feel me? And after that, it was just a humbling experience. So I'm right. like, yeah, I'm like, all right. So then, yeah, next thing you know, like I said, me and Troy still weren't cool throughout really that that whole year. We still lived by each other, but, you know, it was kind of like, you know, Troy was doing him, right. I was doing me. Right. Um, and then that same year, I finally got into, um, did the all-county thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like the uh, band director from my middle school wanted me to do GT band. I finally did it in eighth grade, did the all-county, um, made the squad. And I remember the squad was, um, you know, they do like chair, like mm-hmm. first chair, second chair. Mm-hmm. Man, I was, when I got in there in the middle school, man, in eighth grade, I was basically the last chair. 
Right. And every all these uh, tuba players from all these different uh, uh, county schools at the time, they had the big tubas, the real tubas. I had a little baby tuba. Right. So I'm literally on the last chair, looking looking all the way up to a uh, to a girl that's a. Uh, just a little Asian girl that's playing tuba. Right. <laughs> that's in the first chair. And I'm just right. like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I didn't even realize it was a whole chair ranking system. Like, right. so it kind of like threw me off. So like, yeah, next thing you know, um, they asked what uh, eighth grade finished out. And we were trying to figure out what, you know, high school I was going to. There was a couple options on the table. Um, and I ended up going to Milford Mill, um, Baltimore County. Man, it was a crazy experience, man. Talking about me and Troy getting along, because when I when I when we got there, Troy was really the only uh, only friend I had, so we had to we had to be cool. <laughs> right, 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 right. At that point, like we were the only people we knew, so it was like, all right, we kind of like squashed of you know not being that cool in middle school mm-hmm. to you know kind of be like, all right, yeah, we're gonna stick together type. Right. But uh, I remember the first day I had walked into uh, to Milford with my mom. Um, and it was just like walking down the hallway, me being like a young black kid with this right. white lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> walking down this hallway. That's, like <laughs> that's what people don't realize. Like, you know, uh, right. my mom is white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's just what it is. Yeah. So, you know, I had uh, I had the uh, audition with the band director. Um, band director said, said to me, he said, man, most of the... Uh, Tuba players that I get in here are on a scale from zero to five at like a zero or one. He said, you, he said, I'm not going to lie, are, are you at like a three or a four? Right. He said, you, you, you are all right. He's like, but uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be up to you to either stay on your books, stay in your music, and focus on what you got to do. I could get you to go to any school you want right. for free. Right. You can do that, or you can either fall into the whole high school skipping class and, you know, the drama and, you know, not not doing what you had to do and women and all that, like messing around with the girls. Yeah. So, you, you know, know I mean? He was like... Being and, in high school. Yeah, being in high school. So being, being I had two high options. school student. I had two options right there. Right. So, yeah, that was, that was it. You know, my ninth grade year, I kind of, um, you know, just... Settled in, you know. Like I said, I still didn't have too much of a flavor, you know. I didn't, right? Still, didn't have a swagger, like you know. Middle school, they used to call me uh, Doughboy, <laughs> right? Right. And it wasn't because I was getting a lot of money, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, you was broke. Nigga. Yeah, right. You was a broke high school student, yeah. like everybody else. Yeah, you know what I'm just saying? Chubby. They wasn't getting money either. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just chubby, bro. Like. And, uh, you know, I had the glasses on, you know, like the ball cut, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like nothing, nothing really going on. Like I remember my looking back at my transcript and looking at my grades, like they were literally all, like all C's. And I was like, mm. I was like, wow. I was like, they pretty much describes me right in the middle. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Grades were never really, you know, I never, never really could, didn't pull the grades because I, you know, just never really, like they said, applied myself. Right. You know, so. Right. So like that for me, I was like, all right, well, I'm right in the middle. So 10th grade came around. I remember I went to a band camp, Norfolk State, in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, man, the first year we went to the band camp, it was just like, it was, wasn't was a great experience, to be honest. Like, they right. really didn't look at us like we were anything. Right. Like, they, we had came down with our own horns, and basically the horns we played on were like plastic. So they called right. them fiber trash. 
and they're like, yo, y'all came down here from Baltimore. Like, this is how y'all doing it. Like, y'all really, y'all suck, basically. Like, y'all need to go back home. Damn. Like, and uh, I was like, damn. Man, we used to be in a dorm room at the night, at the end of the night, like, yo, we're not coming back next year. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is crazy, bro. Like, they wilding. So, next year, next thing you know, I came back my 10th grade year, and I started to have, I was more comfortable, you know? I was like, bet, like, I got a feel for things now. Right, right. So, you know, I had uh, practiced a little more, and, you know, 10th grade year, I felt confident. So, then we went back the end of my 10th grade year to a... Uh, Ended up going to the band camp again. We decided, all right, we're going to go back because we feel more confident now. Right. So we went back, and, man, we crushed the camp, bro. It was like we went there, and we used their horns this time. Um, so we had the, the real, you know, Yeah, real, you had horns. the real horns. So, we, you know, we was, I was hitting them over the head, man. They was mad at us. They came down. We came down and just did our thing for real. And next thing you know, they had these this award for like the most outstanding tuba player. Right. And uh, yeah, I was like, they was all my boys was like, man, you about to win that, bro? You about to win that? I'm like, nah, man, I'm I'm chilling, real humble, because I'm like, they're not, I can't get that, you know. I'm yeah. like, they're gonna give it to somebody else who came from the Bahamas or came from somewhere long right. distance. Like right. I know how they do. Next thing you know, man, they called my name. Most outstanding two player, Terrell Tyler. I'm like, oh wow. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, we in there. Like, yeah. All right, then. I'm like, let's, let's go, get man. it. Yeah. So, came back, and that, that was the end of that. Came back. That was one of my best summers. It was like summer '08. You feel me? I, I like I, said, I won that, so I was already like, I had like a little high. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going into my junior year, and I had, like started working out a little bit. Started losing uh, some weight. I grew my hair out. I had the curls. Lost the glasses, hit some contacts, and then uh, just had confidence of you know being a junior. Like right. I'm in the smack dab in the middle, right, of everything, right. You know? And uh, yeah, it was just it just felt good. It just it just it just felt good. I was uh, had a had Norfolk actually. They came up to Milford. Um, they were playing Morgan State, and they stopped at Milford and did a whole show. Yeah. Um, for us, I had like a little clinic and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was pretty hot. And then, uh, yeah, I think my 11th grade year, I got, like, I got big-headed, man. And uh, next thing you know, like, during the concert band season, um, we were, you know, we get to play a little bit more different variety of music than, you know, the marching band, which mm-hmm. I like because it's a little more technical. Mm-hmm. Um, my band director sits me up and says, man, we don't, yeah, your attitude isn't right. And, you know, you, I wasn't really going to class and whatnot. So, you know, he just said, man, I'm, I'm going to sit you down and show you that we can do it without you. And, you know, the show will go on without you. Right. And I think that right there just kind of just gave me another reality check. And I was like, wow. And like I said, I was ready to, um, you know, stop going to Milford right there. Right. I was like, I had talked to my counselor or whatever. And I was with my mother that day in the uh, in the office. And we I was getting ready to be done with Milford and go back to my zone school. And... Uh, I remember my band director, Mr. Golf, came in and uh, he said to me, "Man, if you leave right now and walk up, he basically said, man, you running, you running, running from your problems.' Like, right. Basically, you need to be a man and face it. That's what I basically thought. You know, felt like he was telling me. Right. So I was because like, he was. Yeah, yeah. So I said, "All right," and chose to stay right there, and uh, yeah, finished it out, man. Came back my senior year and still was kind of <laughs> definitely. BSing, you know, yeah. not still skipping class and whatnot. Right. You feel me? And uh, shoot, I ended up, uh, I ended up failing my senior year, man. So you failed, you failed your <laughs> senior year. Yep. 100%. Oh, that's fucking. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the only two classes I needed were English and uh, like an economics class, 
my oh, English class, man. I barely went. Um, my economic class, the same same deal. And so, I was a full. I had a full day, man. I had a full day, which I really. Some of my friends had half days. Yeah, and I thought I, that's I felt, how it was I felt for me. Like I needed a that's half how it day. was for me. So I'm like all the classes I don't really need. I'm not going to. Yeah. And like basically it was, hey man, come to school. All right, what are we doing? All right, let's get out of here. All right, let's get out. <laughs> cool. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, let's that's get out of yeah. Here. Nah, I had a whole day senior year too. Yeah. I almost, I almost failed senior year, but I didn't. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So you failed senior year. Yeah. Didn't get so to walk you had to. Stage. So did you? So then you had to go. Did you have to go back? No, dude. I um, actually finished through. Uh, I did a Saturday school class, my English, and then actually got um, got looked out for. Basically, there was a. I was working because, like, once I like school was over, like, I was like, I need a job. Like, I was so I was, my mom hooked me up with a job washing dishes, um, mm-hmm. for her her job, Sunrise, senior uh, senior living, and uh, I was there doing that. And I remember it was the summer, I think the summer after, and there was a teacher who came from Newtown, which was like one of the closer schools um, to me, and came from summer school to my house. Right. And uh, taught me the class from home. And, uh, wow. Yeah. And he and he basically sat down, and economics was cool. Like, I, I, I was like, all right. I had the one-on-one experience, and I was like, yeah. I was really learning stuff. And I was like, all right, this is So how long did that last? What? The, uh, doing that. The, the Saturday. Class? Yeah. Like, or the Saturday? Like, yeah, like all that. Uh, it, didn't, it took me probably another maybe year, I think, to finish. So May was like 2011. Right. I was supposed to graduate twenty ten. Right. So I think maybe like another year. And then that was it. Yeah. Word. Yeah. But I I got out, man, and through that time, you know, failing my senior year, man, it really like put a damper like on my mood. Yeah. Yeah. A big damper on my mood. And I was like washing dishes. Right. Like that's that's your life now. Yeah. Like that like you didn't Yeah, I can I can imagine what that feels like because it's like, yo, you didn't graduate, so you don't get to walk across the stage with your friends. Yep. And then, like, school's done now, and now I'm working at a at a senior living place, washing dishes. Yeah. Like, is that is that is I that failed. it? Is that, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it definitely <laughs> feels like a failure. So, with you feeling like that, what happened? Then, what happened to your mental then? I mean, it was basically it was kind of downhill from that man. Like turning eighteen, like I said, washing dishes, um, mm-hmm. and I I went from you know not never having a job really. I mean, I would do like side jobs. Yeah. Um, I did like landscaping here and there for right. one of my mom's friends, and I did this one job with my boy Troy, my boy Vito, called Home Fix. Right. Um, which we just, you know just go around knocking on doors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to sell, you know, estimates and stuff like that. Like, and that was it. But I jumped right into working, you know, five days a week, seven in the morning, waking up every day, seven in the morning, getting off, you know, still at like three or four. But, you know, the routine, jumped right into that routine. And I never had that experience before. Right. Like, so I was like, okay, I'm trying to handle it. Like, but it kind of still like got to me. I'm like, man, I'm like, this is not really it. Right. Right. This isn't really it. Like, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. And, uh, yeah, it just got to the point where I really got to a point where I wasn't feeling it. And I just, my mind was just not there. Like, and I was just super, super depressed. Like, really, really depressed. And um, 
one day um, I had uh, woke up and I was supposed to go to work and you know I just felt like I literally could not go to work like I couldn't leave the house like right I told my mother um, I said I literally was just in basically tears and just told her like look I'm sorry I don't know how I got this way but right I can't I can't leave the house and, right and, and like I, I just I can't do anything <laughs> right right it was so weird bro just telling like trying to explain to her how I felt and mm-hmm. it's not working because you have no idea how to explain what you're feeling either. yeah you're just feeling everything at that point yeah and then like I, I thought I was quote-unquote you know like hearing voices mm-hmm. and uh you know which I know now to this day was just more more so myself giving self negative self talk in my head. Right, right. You know, my my just myself talking bad to me. And uh but at that time I didn't know how to explain it. So like I'm you know, I'm telling to my mom, I'm like, look, I'm like, I don't feel safe, you know, like right. all that. And she's just like, Okay, well I'm she called the ambulance, you know, they called right. the ambulance, um, they come and get me. I ride with them to uh to the hospital. Uh, Northwest Hospital, Baltimore County, stayed there for a little bit, and then, uh, man, they just shipped me to Shepherd Pratt Towson, which was like a you know mental hospital, right? One of the biggest out here. So and, you're uh, in a mental hospital now. Yep. Yep. What? Was there for 28 days. What? Mm-hmm. You were in a mental hospital. Yep. Oh, that's that's wild. Yep. So for those 28 days, what was happening in there? Man, it was like, I almost felt like I was in prison, to be honest. Like, I, right. don't, I don't know what it's like to be in prison. I've never been in jail. But yeah, to be able to have everything, you know, that you can do free will stripped from you. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't go outside. Right. <laughs> I can't eat what I want, you know. Yeah. Like, so those days I was in there, man, it was just like, it almost got worse, like. You know, I could barely sleep, and uh, they were just trying to figure out what was wrong with me, and I didn't really, I didn't really want to deal with anybody. You right. Know? So right. Like, they're in there trying to, you know, give me different pills and whatnot, trying to get something to change and whatnot, and I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. Right. Like, right. Whatever y'all doing, like, it's not working. I'm not doing and, this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, it's just not for me. Like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but. You know, I didn't. I didn't even have a feeling like I was gonna get get over it. To be honest, like, right. I didn't realize I needed to get over it until I had that urge to want to get out. Right. And the only way I was gonna be able to get out is if I was better. Yeah. So even if I wasn't better, I said, okay, I'm gonna fake being better. Yeah. Like, so I guess they got me on a little bit of a regimen prescription, and then next thing you know, I. I, you know, was just like, all right, I'm good. Like, yeah. Let me out of here. And they just let you out. And they let me out. And oh, shit. after that, I was like, all right. I still had, remember the day I got out and I went to um have lunch or, I mean, dinner or whatever. Probably like lunch when I got out with my father. And I was at the restaurant and I still didn't feel right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, I was like, I'm out, but I yeah. still don't feel right. And like, yeah. I know I just, I gotta, I gotta get this together. Right. Like, so I still took the prescriptions that they subscribed to me out of the hospital for a little bit until I guess, you know, I started feeling better. Right. After I started feeling better, I said, all right, cool. I'm good. I don't need to take these anymore. Right. And boom, when I got out, when I was feeling better, like I was feeling great. 
Um, I went back to my job washing dishes, but at this point, they were like, hey, you're, you're doing good. Like, we feel like you would be good at another uh, position, you know, like a lifetime enrichment manager. Right, right. You know, so I did that for, like, one day. Um, and then next thing you know, like, my my mental just, they it wasn't still there because I had went, started going on the other side. Like, I guess finding out that I was bipolar, so I went from being depressed to being manic. Right. Which is, like, completely different. So, right. you know, I got to that point. And I think uh, the first time I realized that I was manic was I was out for a little bit. And um, I think my mom had went to, I was out of the hospital for a little bit. So it might have been probably six months I was out of the hospital after right. being depressed, maybe a year max. And uh, then my mom had filled up her car one day with gas. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, cool. Great. She has a full tank. And I don't know why I was thinking like that. You feel me? But I know she was just filling her car up for work. Right. You know, for the just work week. Just to get ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To go, to, just, yeah, for the work just week. Just to be good to go. Yeah, 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 for the work week. So uh, she asked me to uh, take my brother, um, Jaron, to work. And I said, all right. So I took him to work. And uh, after taking him to work, for some reason, I just got the urge to, like, follow this one car all through, like, almost, like, all through Columbia till we got to, like, he worked in Old Ellicott City. So I followed this car all the way through, like, Columbia, Wild Lake, and we ended up at, like, Costco. And right. I followed a guy in the Costco, and uh, I don't know what I'm thinking. Like, my mind is just all over the place at this point. Like, right, I'm thinking, right. like, I'm getting ready to meet up with people, and I'm like, I'm about to get on a plane and go somewhere. Like, and it's, like, it's all not, right. it's that, all not making sense. Like, it's not making like, sense not at making all. Sense. But, like, I followed this guy to Costco, Next thing you know, the people at Costco stopped me, like, do you have a Costco card? I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm like, damn. I was like, okay, well, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. So I dipped, got back in the car, and then I drive back home, like, like I'm going home, and then, like, for some reason, there was an option, you know, to go on 695 North or whatever, and I chose to go, you know, like, South. So I went on 95 South, and bro just started driving and didn't stop driving. Right, and you're just you're just going down just the highway. Driving, and the way I'm driving, like I'm driving, like I'm, it's too fast, too furious. Like, yeah, I'm you're moving. I'm moving like it was literally eighty to hundred the whole time. Like, right, nothing less. And you're just and I'm just swerving just in the cars. Like you feel me? I'm just going, and I'm going through Virginia like this. Like didn't get pulled over or anything. Next, you know, I'm running out of gas. Yeah, and um, yeah, ran out of gas, and uh. I got mad. I was like, man, what's going on? Like, I'm supposed to be, for some reason, I thought I was ready to go for this big race. Like, it was going to be this big race down, all the way down to Miami. Right. Like, me so and all my boys gonna, were going to meet up with me. Like, there was going to be, like, this yeah. huge race. So you're just going to go drive to Miami. Yeah, and I'm going to drive to Miami. And yeah. I literally have zero dollars in my pocket. Yeah. A permit, not a license, just a permit. I had my license, but I only had a permit on me that right. was expired. Like right. You feel me? That just was like <clears throat> the only form of ID I had. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, no money. And like I said, I ran out of gas. And I'm like, man, all right, man, I'm ready for the next move. Like, yeah. somebody's supposed to be coming to me with like a car or something right now that I get in and I drive to keep this thing going, like to keep, 
Right. Going all the way down so to my So this is all in your head yeah, right now. Yeah, this is all in my head. And like none of this is happening. No. But it's all in your head and you really feel and like I believe it's this is happening. Yeah. Right? So wow, next thing you know. That's wild. Yeah, so I like I said, the car ran out of gas and I get mad. So, man, I slam the door. And the next thing you know, I just remember taking my elbow and <clears throat> breaking the uh, driver's side glass the window. Busted it. Next thing you know, I open the hood up, man. I take, like, open the trunk, grab some, like, antifreeze or something, dump it all over the engine, you know, start kicking the car. Like, I'm man, like, this is, like, this is some garbage. Like, you feel me? Like, I should be, I should be way farther than what I am right now. What? And I didn't even realize where I was. So, next thing you know, cops pull up. Right, because you're just, because you're bugging out right now. Yeah, I threw a tire, like, in the spare tire into the middle of 95. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I guess somebody called the police. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the police show up, and, like, it's just one cop, and I didn't I didn't even take him seriously. Like, I looked at his uniform. He didn't look like he had, like, much badges on. Like, his uniform didn't look too official to me. So I felt like, oh, okay, like, this guy's a joke. Yeah, you're like, not, yeah, this yeah. is a joke. Like, yeah, this I'm is... about to maybe, like, take your cop car. Like, right, right. And <laughs> like, right, or you're about right, to drive me somewhere right. or something. So he's like, where are you going? And I, and I think I had told him. I told him confidently, too. I was like, I'm going to Miami, man. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to Miami. I'm like, going to Miami. Yeah, right. Like there's a big, there's a big race in yeah, Miami. Bro, like, I'm going there. A race. Matter of fact, yeah. I'm supposed to be waiting for a car yeah. that's coming right yeah, now. Yeah, and yeah. you holding me up. Yeah. So, so like, I don't know what the fuck you doing. Yeah. Here. There's no need for you to be here right yeah. now. Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like playing around with him basically. I'm like, man, it's, you're not serious right now. Like I'm just, my energy is still real ramped up. And uh, next thing you know, another cop pulls up. Mm-hmm. Like, this cop is like, a, uh, he's an older black man. Yeah. You know, I, I take him more seriously. And I'm like, okay. He's like, he kind of presses me up a little bit. Almost right. wants to like bump my chest. Like, right. you know, right. what's going on? What you doing? Right. So like, he's like, get in your car. So I like, kind of get my get in the back seat of the car. And I just, next thing you know, I just remember like getting a kick in the car and all. Like kicking in the back seat. And I'm like, man, what the hell? And they come up to me. They're like, man, come on. We're going to uh, take you to a, a, a hotel. So they yeah. ended up uh, taking me to a hotel, and right. I ended up uh, getting checked in. I remember walking to the uh, hotel, and I saw like a charger sitting out front. Oh, that's crazy though that they took you to a hotel. Took me to a hotel because yeah. they could have arrested you. Yeah, like that could have been wow. That's yeah. wow. That could have been much worse. I think they took you. Wow. I think they they clearly must have known. They they something must have just been. I don't know. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, took me to a hotel and uh, I seen this uh, charger out front. This and I'm like, man, this is me right now. Like, this is yeah. this is the car I'm about to get. Like, this, let's go. Like, okay, I'm about to get yeah. in this thing and you're still you're still, I'm still thinking yeah, you're like still that. Thinking so, yeah, like that. so I get to go knocking on the shorty window. Like, I'm about to tell her to get out, and the cops are like, "Hey, man, what you doing?" And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, this is not the one either. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. I'm like, this is not the move yet either. The oh, move is coming, shit. but it's not this yet it's either. It's not this movie. Yeah. So then oh, I get in that's there crazy. and uh, they check me in, bro. They check me into the hotel, they give me a room key and everything, put me up in the room. Wow. They leave. Wow. I'm they sick. left. Yeah. And I'm in the room. I'm like, oh wow. I'm like, this is You still don't know where you are. No. You didn't even add. I mean, no. you're not even thinking about it. No. That. Yeah. Yeah. No, no idea where I'm at, bro. Because you're having a, you're having a whole manic episode right yeah. now. So you're not even wow. Yeah. So this is what so a I'm manic in the hotel. Is like. Yeah. So I'm in the hotel and I'm just like, okay, like, what's the next move? So I think I ended up walking around the hotel, like, and I don't know why. Like, I just thought like 
this is all like a movie, almost like a like a t- reality TV show. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at the people that's in the hotel, like they all in on what's going on right now. Right, right, like, right, right. I'm just trying to figure out who's who's what, like right, at this point. Right. So I ended up like, well, I remember one thing, I'm walking around the hotel. Like I walked outside of the hotel, walked around the hotel building, like I'm all over the hotel. And then uh, like, I think I remember coming up back to my room and uh, I remember taking a shower and uh, I was about to go to sleep or try to go try to go to sleep. It's like 3.30, like maybe 3.45 in the morning. Right. And uh, next thing I get a knock on the door and uh, I look in the door, it's cops. I'm like, oh man. So I open the door, I'm like, I'm like, what's up? They're like, yeah, you can come with us? I'm like, yeah, all right. So then, uh, yeah, I came with him, got rode in the cop car. I'm in the front of the cop car, too. Right. So I'm still thinking in my head, like, man, like, this is, I bet, like, everything is working out, like, the way right. it should be, like. Right. Next thing you know, they take me to, they take me to the hospital. Wow. Yep. So, so, so you pull up, do you pull up to the, you, so you're pulling up to the, to the mental hospital. Yeah. And now you're, now, so now, oh, shit, you're probably bugging out now. Yeah, so now I'm like, okay, like, what's going on? Like, this is. It's crazy. I'm in a hospital bed. Like I'm just laying in the hospital bed, like looking around, like just like. And you still don't know and where I you are. I still don't know where I'm at. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. So next thing you know, I uh, I weigh. I uh, go in like another room after like waiting for a while, like in one room, just sitting in the room. Like remember, no one coming. Right. Like I'm looking at like all this hospital stuff, like beep. And all this stuff, like I'm just like it's really mess- messing with my head. Right. So they move me, like I said, they finally move me into another room, and I remember this uh, lady comes in and is like, "All right, uh, I need to give you a shot." And uh, I'm like, "Okay." So you know, she gives me the shot right in my thigh, and uh, I guess it's this uh, shot called Howdall, mm-hmm. which basically just like knocks you out. Wow. So knocked me out. Next thing you know, I wake up. Had to been two days later. And I wake up, roll out, look at look at the bed, and it's like an Asian doctor, <laughs> like looking at me like, uh, "Hey man," he's like, "You know where you're at." I'm like, I look up, look around. I'm like, Shepherd Pratt Towson. What? And you said like, that with co- you said yeah, that with confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said yeah. what? I said how did I get back here? Yeah, and you're not, and you're, it's like, wow. bro, I I was in North Carolina. I made it all the North way to North Carolina, Carolina bro. One tank of gas from Maryland all the way to wow. North Carolina. And pushing, my mom... Pushing and, 90, basically, yeah, the whole way. Yeah, no cell phone either. May I tell you that? Mm. So no no form of, like, you know, communication with nobody or nothing. And my wow. mom... And I was just dropping my brother off at... All work. you had to do was just drop him off at work. Yep. And then you dropped him off at work, and then that, and then it was yep. you felt like it was just on. Yeah. Damn. Yep. And so all the way out in North Carolina. Yep. So I guess, I don't know, they, uh, my mother... And Jaren, they rented a car from the airport and then drove down to North Carolina. And they got you. And they got me. And uh, my, that's my, uh, my, uh, my father, my Uncle Dino, and uh, they drove down too. And th- this I don't even remember. They wow. drove down. They came and got me. I rode back in the car with them all the way up to here, to Howard County General. They had a right. psych ward. Right. Stayed in there for like a day. Right. I was wrecking so much stuff there that they couldn't handle me. So I had, they had put me up to Towson again. Right. Was in Towson, was in the same unit I was in the first time I was in Towson. Mm-hmm. Was wrecking stuff so much in there that they had put me in another unit in uh, Towson. Wow. And I don't remember that until waking up in the, sec- you know, in the second unit in Shepherd Pratt to the, you know, to the doctor saying, you know where you're at. 
Wow. And I was like, wow, dude. So wow. at this point, um, I know the kind of routine. I'm like, okay, y'all got me in here. Like, I know I'm in here for a reason. Like, it's because, like, y'all think mm-hmm. I messed up. Like, all right, mm-hmm. cool, I'm going to get out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, give me whatever pills y'all want. You feel me? Like, I'll do the thing. And, yeah, this, I'm, I'm out of here. And I'm, and I'm good. And boom, they gave me these pills. But the pills that they gave me, they didn't work, bro. Like, when I tell you these things, like, numb me out yeah. to the point where I was like, what's going on? Like, literally, like, drool out my mouth. Like, literally oh, wanted to be in the house, no. like, all the time. Oh, like, hell no. Thinking I was literally That's just, some other type of shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. some, like... Yeah. They're trying to dumb you down, basically. Yeah, so I think they had gave me these pills for, like, you know, schizophrenia. But I didn't... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the only thing that really kept me going from that was my boy Troy. Um, you know, like I said, Troy really came through in a clutch. And the days I didn't feel like going out, Troy would, you know, call me up and say, hey, man, you want to come out? You know, come on, man. We're going out. We're going to get a cup of coffee. Right. Like, we're going to go, you know, to the library or something. We're going to go do something. Like, even if it's just sit in the car and right. talk. Right. Like, right. We're going to do that. Cause like all I was doing was like you know I was in the house like I was in the house like my mother even got me like these like brain game books, and I was just like be looking over them man like literally like matching image pictures and things like that like yeah, what's yeah. wrong with this what's wrong with that, mm-hmm. um, like and just doing that and just really feeling like man this isn't working, yeah and with the psychiatrist that I was with I was telling telling her like hey this isn't working mm-hmm. like y'all giving me the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just was like, all right, well, we can't just take you off. Like, we got to dumb it down. Like, we got to, like, week after week, we got to take you off slowly but surely. And I'm just like, wow. I'm like, okay, well, she's still not listening. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. It's like, yo, I don't want to take the pills. Yeah, it's not not working. I'm not doing this. Yeah, so that got to that point. And one day, it got to that point. I said, "I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. I literally, my mother had, like, just probably read up on my prescription. And uh, I remember taking all my pills, counting them out. Mm-hmm. Ended up being like maybe like 170 pills. Mm-hmm. Wrote a note that's, that said, "I'm." it was like, I'm healed. I'm not taking no, no more pills. And I wrote how many pills I took or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just literally took a big glass of water and took all them pills to the dome. You took all of them? All of them. Like I said, yo, I'm not, I'm not taking it anymore. Like I'm gonna show y'all that I don't need these pills. Like what these pills aren't the nothing. Fuck? So Why just, would you just do that though? To like do it? To, so that was your way of. That was kind of like point? my breakout. Like I just was like, it's not working. No one's listening to me. Nobody's listening. Like I'm gonna show you guys that I don't need these pills. Right. You know? like, right. I'll, I'll beat these pills. Like these right. pills aren't anything. Yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah. In your so, head, that's what yeah, you're thinking. Yeah. So. But it's like, yo, you're 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 committing suicide. Right. Right now. Yeah. And that's what Lily it it, it it looks like. And you know, going into the hospital, that's that's what it's. You know, that's what that's what they're gonna it, say. That's what it is. Yeah. You know? but that's what it is. In my head, I don't even think it was a suicide. I mean, to be honest, was I was I um, gonna accept any outcome that was gonna happen? Right. Yes. Did I want that to be death? No. No. Of course not. Because I called my mother, probably like thirty minutes or like an hour um, before I took the pills, and I said, and I just yeah. literally like it was kind of like a, hey mom, are you gonna be home soon? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I'll be home in like an hour. So I was like, if anything does happen, she'll, she'll be, be here. home. Yeah, so, she'll be home. Yeah, I took and them all. Get me. I took them all, man, and I was just like, Phew. I was like, man, this is crazy. I think 
didn't even feel that great. I think I threw up some. Yeah, of course. So I threw up some, you know. Of course. And I remember, remember throwing up some, and it was just like, you know, all the, basically all pills. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, my mom comes home, and I think I walk the dogs and everything. My mom comes home, and, and she's like, she's like, Terrell, like, why are your eyes so, like, I guess bulgy or whatever? Like, right, right, you know, right. Dilated, right. and she's like, what's going on with you? I'm just like, I just really couldn't say. And then next thing you know, she finds the uh, empty pill bottles. Yeah. And she's like, where are your pills at? And I'm just like, they gone. She was like, where are they at? She yeah. Like, you flush them down the toilet. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. I took them. Yeah. She was like, you what? You took them. I took them. So she calls the ambulance. Yeah. Ambulance comes to get me. I go to uh, I go to Northwest Hospital. They uh, pump my stomach. Of course. No, they. Oh, matter of fact, they don't pump my stomach. Excuse me. I, I have never got my stomach pumped. They did not pump my stomach. I passed all the pills through me. And uh, after that, I was like, okay, I'm done taking the pills. Like, that's it. Right. The social worker came in and they were like, you know, you have to like go to Shepherd Pratt or something because this is, or it's, or it's, or yeah, because you have to, I don't know, technically check in because it's suicide. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you have to go to at least somewhere and be there for three days. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll do that. So I remember I ended up going to Shepherd Pratt, Ellicott City this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bit of switch up, you know, and actually I still was in there taking no pills. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I'm good. Like, you guys, yeah, y'all messed up. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not taking, I know, y'all don't know what goes on, to be honest. Like, I feel like, I just felt like, um, like the medical field felt, fell so short of like knowing like the brain. Right. Like, I feel like we know so much about everything else, but the brain is one thing that they we just, don't know too much. Shit. Yeah. We, we don't know as much as we should. Crazy. So... I was there for basically three days, and uh, I actually had a good experience there. Like, I was reading. Like, I started reading, like, one of my first books. Uh, just something my sister gave me, read over that. I was feeling good, and I actually got into uh, music therapy. Mm-hmm. They had a music therapy lady who came in and had the bongos or whatever, and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, yeah. boom. So, yeah, and then, you know, they asked me, did I want to take any pills? I was there. I said, no. And three days later, I got out, and I was feeling great, and jumped back right in. To you know, working, I got a job um, at an enterprise rental car, cleaning cars, and I was like, all right, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Was there actually for the longest time. I held a job it was almost a year mm-hmm. before I uh, before I spazzed out, uh, spazzed out one more time on the uh, on the managers. Uh, like one time, it was like a meeting or whatever, and I was just like, I was like, why should I feel a certain way driving these sixty five thousand dollar cars or whatever when y'all don't care about the little guy, wop wop wop, and just ranting on in a in a employee meeting that I really right. shouldn't have been having right. no say really doing that. Just so just to do it. Yeah, just to thing. do it. Like just cause that's like how, how I was feeling. Like I got mm-hmm. creeped on that manic side again. Mm-hmm. So uh next thing you know, um my mother, um, I remember one night I guess I got out the car at like a giant or something and left my little sister in the car, but I like parked in the middle of the giant and like walked in. Yeah. And my mother was like, What are you doing? And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing really, to be honest. And came back, drove home. She got mad at me or something. And next thing you know, she had asked me, Do you want to see a psychiatrist or did you want to, do you want to take your, the pills again or something like that? And I was mm-hmm. like, No. Like, yeah. you guys aren't doing this to me again. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do it. So um, basically, I guess she had. Um, called the police on me because I guess there's a certain thing that you can have where you can, like, I don't know if it's your loved ones or whatnot, but basically anybody, if you've had a history of mental illness, can call the police and say this, you need evaluation. Mm-hmm. 
So that's what she did. And um, I had uh, got taken in once again in Northwest Hospital. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm just like shaking my head because I'm like, I know how y'all doing this, man. Y'all doing me dirty. Yeah. Like, I'm in the back of the police car. Um, after they came to pick me up from my house, I'm trying to get my cat out of a tree, man. Mm-hmm. And y'all coming to pick me up. Right. <laughs> like, I'm minding my business. Yeah. And y'all coming to pick me up. And y'all coming up. to pick me up. Like, right that's now. crazy. Cuffing me up, putting me in the back of the seat, back seat of the cop car. And uh, I'm talking to the, the lady. I remember it was a, a black lady cop. And I'm just like, I'm like, y'all, y'all going to take me in? You know, put me up in the shack, ain't y'all, basically. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, nah, I'm not saying that. They're just going to do an evaluation. I'm like, you lying to me. Like, I know I know how this goes. Yeah. Like, y'all really, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get put up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. Like, this this is, the, this is happening too much. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't appreciate happening. it. Yeah. I don't appreciate it at this point. So then, yeah, I guess, like, you know, got the Northwest Hospital, spazzed out on them again, you know, to the point where it was like, you know, all the security in the hospital was literally in my room, mm-hmm. you know, trying to hold me down and whatnot. And uh, I ended up staying in their unit. And uh, I stayed there for seven days. And I said to them, like, I still was spazzing out, you know, still I remember that Howdall shot, man, that knocks you out, man. I probably got that at least five, six times, man, in my life. Like, really knocks you out. (laughs) And then it just leaves a big knot, you know, like a just Uh, cramp, like muscle tissue, like just sitting right there, man. And you wake up probably, you know, three, four hours later just like, what the hell? <laughs> Damn. Yep. So while I was there, they, um, I said I still said I don't want to take any pills. Like mm-hmm. the pills not working. So they said, okay, we have this um, this shot that you can take. You can take the shot and it's good for thirty days. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, I'll try that. So I took the shot, and uh, next thing you know, yeah, I got out, and uh, that was a uh, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen? No. Twenty thirteen. Actually, yeah, it was twenty thirteen. It's been six years. It's May 2013. I got out, um, and I met with my psychiatrist, and he said, you know the shot with your insurance costs 1800 a month. Damn. <laughs> and he said, you know, you can take the pill form, and it'd be, you know, way, 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 way cheaper. Right. So I just kind of bit the bullet and said, all right, I'm going to take the pill form. Right. And then, boom, started taking the pill form ever since then. And I've been taking that every day when I wake up. And uh, it's been it's been working, man. So I got out the hospital, and like I said I battled with you know being heavy for a while, man. Up and down, up and down. I actually got my lowest weight was high school two twenty five. Two twenty five. Yep, two twenty five. Yeah. But I got like to a point where I was you know coming out of like you know being depressed and whatnot. I was probably close to three hundred sixty pounds. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. you just you just going through everything. Yeah. Life, yep. everything just hit you, just bang. Yep. That's it. Yep. And you went up 360. Wow. 360 pounds, man. Because you're only so tall. Yeah, dude. I'm 5'8, maybe some change. Right. <laughs> so that's like a big 360. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, after that, man, I just I told myself, I was like, all right, I'm going to get on a path to, you know, try to you know, make this work for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I realize it's something that I can't really, I'm going to live with this for the rest of my life. Right. You have you know? it. It's, yeah. It's, it's here. Yeah. You can deal with it. This is how you deal with it. I just have to accept this is this is what it is. Yep. There's certain things in life, I think that's, it's, it's like, okay, you just, you have to accept that. 
and that's one of those that's one of those moments. Yeah. You know? It's not like there's some it's not like, oh man, you know, your brain is fucked up. It's just no, there's just something there's something different just in your different. brain yeah. than in my brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just something something runs different in there. Yep. And that for you, you have to do that. That's 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 just what it is. Yep. So yeah, like that was uh um the end of that and I was said, you know, I'm, I want to start losing this weight. You know, I remember getting on a treadmill and you know, could barely do a brisk walk. Yeah. But you know, I knew, yeah. I knew, I was like, you know, I, this is this is gonna be good for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's gonna it's gonna help not only just help you know being healthy, like it's gonna help my brain. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's all people were stressing to me. You know, my mom always used to say, you know, Terrell, you work out, make you feel better. My father mm-hmm. too. I said, my father being maybe my father to have be my trainer is another thing that you know I was yeah being blessed with just because of what he does with his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was already God. Showing yeah. you like, hey, you already got this. Yeah. Like you, like you already have all the weapons. Yeah. All you gotta do is just do it. Yeah. So like I said, I got on that treadmill and you know just got the walking. And then, uh, like I said, it's been a, it's been a process. You know, I got down. You know, I remember when I lost my first fifty. I was like, wow. 50 I was like, pounds. cool. Right. I was like, cool. And then I struggled a little bit, probably from about you know losing that fifty three hundred to, you know, around being under three hundred was a good accomplishment. I said that's cool, mm-hmm. um, but I you know like I said I was two twenty five in high school, so I, that was kind of my that's kind of my goal in my head. Um, it's changed since then, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, from probably you know two eighty to probably about now, it's been an up and down hill, and I'm like I said I'm two probably about two forty. Might be a little less right now. Two forty three when I weighed in last month. Um, I got a weigh in coming up on Monday, yeah. so I should be hopefully. I said hopefully down, hopefully down another ten. That's the goal. But you know we'll take anything. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it was a process. Just it's, it's it's been a really just a journey, man. And right. That's a. It, it's gonna be ups and downs. Like I said, I I yeah, probably just to, to say I probably you know. If, if you count the pounds I've gained by the pounds I've lost, you know, I've probably lost, you know, 200 pounds by now, you know, cumulative. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm total, total down, you know, probably about, I want to say 115 pounds. That's, and I still, still want to, still want to keep going. That is impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, man. Just because, I mean, you could have, what's, What's crazy about this is like, I mean, I had no idea you were going through this. Like yeah. this is you know, this is new for me, just like it's gonna be new for people listening to this, but like that's that was new. Like I had no idea you were going through that. That's yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. So to finally get to that point where you understand what's going on with your brain, you 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 get it, yeah, you embrace it and you're like, Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna change it now. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. That's like, that's in, that's 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 inspirational. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling, man. And I, you could have went any, you could have went any route. You yeah. could have went any route, yeah. and you chose that route. Yeah. That's yeah. a route. That's a route right there. Yeah, man. And I just realized it's, you know, it's 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 a, it's a choice that you make to be happy, man. When you wake up in the morning, like it's literally a choice. And uh, like I said, it, yeah. either it be real or it be fake. 
you know, if something that fake it till you make it actually works for being happy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. If you tell yourself, oh, I'm happy, even you may may feel sad, I'm happy, I'm happy. Look up in the mirror, I'm happy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. It just works. Like, your mind, that's how your mind works. Right. You will end up saying, okay, wow. And then I say, I actually feel happy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how, that's how it goes. People, I don't think people realize that because they just get caught in a slump of, oh, I'm not happy. I'm right. not happy. I'm not it's happy. It's like, nah, man. You don't. You can't be like that. Yeah. Cause I don't. I do my best not to be like that either. And it's easy. It's easy to do that. And I think that's why people do it. But they don't realize that it's easier to just be happy with what you have. Be happy yeah. to be alive. You yeah. know. Like yeah. be happy that you woke up. Yeah. Be happy that you have. You know. Two hands and yeah. two feet, like you can go to your sink and turn on the and turn on the water. Yeah, like just be happy about that. Yeah. Like there's life. Life honestly is simple. People yeah. people make it hard. Yeah, and it's like it really can be simple. Like even even with like you know losing weight, like people are so pressed on it. And it's like yeah. don't be pressed on it. Just. Just try to live a healthy lifestyle and everything will fall off. Just try to live better. You know, just try to make better choices. Because life, honestly, it it, it is choices. You can make better choices. That's it. 100%. You can do that. That's a real thing. So that's, that's dope that you chose that. And that's where you're at now. Yep. And it's like, wow. Got it under my belt, you know, it feels good. It feels good to say, you know, I haven't been, you know, hospitalized for six years, you know. Right. That's when a long from time. 18 to 21, it was, you know, once every year. Yeah. You know, if not yeah. twice in a year. Yeah. So. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Six years. And it took me a little bit of time to even, you know, kind of be comfortable with saying it. Like, I mean, I, st- I still don't need to tell anyone, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I always feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I don't have to, you know, it's up to my discretion to tell you, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But now I'm feeling comfortable to the point where I, w- I wouldn't have a problem telling you. Right. You know, even if it's, I mean, it may be the first day I met you. If I feel comfortable telling you, I'll tell you. Right, right, right. And then sometimes that has a big, bigger effect. On people, because it's just like, wow, you know, or what it has even a bigger effect is, you know, people know you for a while, and like I said, you just find it out. You know? Right, and it's like, wow, because, you know, you find out, but it's like, okay, but this is how you're dealing with it now. Yeah. Like, you went through all that, and now you're here, and it's like, okay, now you deal with it like this, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, shit, that's, that's dope. Yeah. But I learned a lot, you know, from being in kind of those situations, you know, kind of like those those that whole 28 days I was there first the first time, mm-hmm. you know, they always stressed, you know, have heavy routine, you know, like everything was planned out. Like, even though I was in the same little probably, what was it, maybe eight rooms in the unit that I was in. Right. They had the whole day planned out, you know, from waking up at seven o'clock, like they wouldn't let you sleep in. Right. Wake up seven o'clock in the morning, eat breakfast at seven thirty. Right. This group time, that group time, this group time is structured, and then that's how you go about your day. Your body, I feel like, it works better that way. You know, right. when you have that routine. Right. So I bring that, you know, to my everyday life. You know, people who watch my Instagram story, they see me drinking the same cup of <laughs> iced black coffee in the morning to, mm-hmm. you know, getting to the gym the same time of the day, or you know, just going through 
the daily steps, you know, of a routine, you know, right. That helps, like, right. That really helps. Of just, of just having structure and, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it's good to plan. I feel like people should do that more, like plan out your day or like, you know, plan out, plan out your next month, plan out your next few months. Like do that, set, set goals for yourself. Yeah. Because it makes you elevate yourself. Yeah. It's just so simple. It's so simple. And it's it's easy to just sit down and just write. Just write what you know, write what you want to do. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do next week? Like what do you want to do next month? What do you want to do in the next six months? Like the visual helps. What's yeah, the what do you helps. what do you see in your head? What did it what is it that you want to do? Yeah. And you can do it. Yeah. You just got to put your mind to it. Yeah. That's real. Damn. Well, shit, man. That's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, wow. Like I said, yes. And then still, you know, going through all that and still, you know, being the same person I am, you know, deep down, you know, inside. Because even though, you know... Things might change, you know, the outer reflection, the way people see you, like, mm-hmm. you know, you still got to know that you have a, you know, good heart or, you know, feel like you got to know yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And even when I got in those situations where I feel like I was at rock bottom, you know, I always felt you know, like, you know, I can, I can crawl back up. Right. You know, I can crawl back up, even if that's what it's going to have to take. Yeah. Crawl. Cause you then you walk, can. then you run. Yeah. So... And now, you know, I just feel like I'm running, man. I feel like I got a full head of steam. And, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, still being able to be the same and have, you know, that same drive with the music, you know. And, like I said, from being that kid to now, you know, even saying I'm a professional musician because I do play for the NFL, you know, for mm-hmm. the Baltimore Ravens, who is a professional music organization. Mm-hmm. So, you know, still out of high school, you know, didn't, didn't do the college route, you know, jumped right into working, but... Like I said, a year and a half, two years out of that, you know, the mm-hmm. band president from the Ravens calling me and said, hey, you want to play, play for, for us? You want to play for the Ravens? Yeah. So right. Spend six years playing with them. Wow. Yeah. And that's what you're doing now? Yep. Playing with the Ravens? Yep. And, uh, wow. You know. That's, I mean, that's it right there. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice, that's a nice comeback right there, you know? Yeah. That's a nice flex. To be like, yeah, I play for I play for the NFL, yeah. and then you really play for the NFL. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like you get to go to the Ravens home games yeah. because you have to go to work. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You got to go do work. You got to yeah. go play at the halftime show. You yeah. got to go do yeah, a pregame, yeah, concert. Yeah, you got to. We're do in the that. community. <laughs> yeah, that's a real that's a real yeah. nice come up right there. Yeah. Not only that, the fact that you stayed with it that whole time, it's almost like you were meant to do that shit. Yeah. Because music was the one constant the whole time, even mm-hmm. going through all that. Yeah. Music was still here. Like the music therapy, that was the big thing when yeah. I was dealing with everything. And like, yeah. even when I was in Shepherd Pratt one time, just actually the first time, my sister, um, I was in there and my sister, uh, Tierra, she printed out uh, the lyrics to, uh, I think it was... Uh, 
was it a uh, firework? A Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Yeah, that's. And she read Perry. them with me, bro. She read me that song, like printed the lyrics out and came to visit me, and we just looked over the song. Wow. And she read that to me, bro, and I was just like, wow. I was like, okay. And then like one of the other times I was in there, I had headphones, and I just was, you know, got to listen to music. I remember I was listening to the radio, and I felt like, oh man, I'm listening to the radio. They mix right. it right now, like. Right, you feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like they outside. Like, I'm listening to uh, it's five o'clock in the morning. T Pain jump conversation Mm -hmm. got like it's just it just felt different. Like Mm -hmm. you know, listening, just being able to listen to music and feel like the music would take me to a different place than where I was. Yeah, that was the escape. The music was the escape in this place that you have no idea where you are. You don't know why you're here. You don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's the one thing you can turn to and be like. This is this this makes sense. Yeah. If the one if there's one thing in here that makes sense, it's always gonna be this. Yeah. And that's and that's and that's the one thing that stayed constant. And that's why I'm still chasing it. You know, I'm you know trying to jump in school. You know, for the music production. Mm-hmm. Shout out CCBC man for having a class. Yeah. Um. Because that's happening now, right? Yeah. That's going down. Yeah. Like, soon. Yeah. yeah. Like, and how long is that? Um, the program I believe is not that long, man. It's really not that long. It should be done in maybe a year. You know, if less. So after that year, what would what 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 uh like like what's 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 the plan? What are you gonna do? Well, to be honest, I want to be able to um do the whole sound engineering thing. So I want to be able right. to you know be in a studio and be able to mix mix down stuff, mix and master. Right. Um, want to be able to be the guy that you know can set up live sound mm-hmm. for venues and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. set up set up a studio. You know. If you say Meriwether's doing a performance and they need someone to come in and run the board, because they always got some shit yeah, there. Yeah, that you know that would be me. You know, just being able to do that. You know, and then still being able to do the whole performance thing too, because you know I felt like I've definitely been you know blessed with that aspect yeah. of it. You know, I think I think you being in a job like that would be exactly what you need, just because you being around it and being in that atmosphere. It's only it's only it's only meant it's only a matter of time before you just you get to get into it as well. Yeah. If you get to, and not only that you're gonna you know you went to school for it mm-hmm. and you're gonna be getting paid nicely yeah. to do the all that shit that you just said. Yeah. They'll they're like they'll pay you. Yeah. They'll pay you. Yeah. You that's won't even have to do the waiting job no more. Yeah. They'll pay you. That's the plan. Yeah. That's 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 a nice little plan. Yeah. That's a nice plan. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just gotta you know make it work. That's make it dope. work for you, man. Yes. <laughs> make it work for you. Yo, you have and like to I said, like it's take, it takes time. Like I said, everything. I, takes I did time. the uh, application for CCBC, and then I looked back, and they were like, "We well, we already have you in your system," in the system. I'm like, "Oh yeah, like what year?" And they're like, "2009." Wow. I applied. It was ten years ago, bro. Wow. Ten years later. Yeah. Your mind thinking different. <laughs> yeah. And you think about CCBC now, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. This is it now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all in your time, you know? It really is it's on your, your time. time. That's like a, that's a real thing. Yep. It's on your time. It's only a matter of like, when do you want to do it? Yeah. When do you want to do it? But if you're going to make a plan, you have to do it. Yeah. That's what it, that's, that's where, I think that's where, I think that's where, that's, that's where it gets fucked up. And, and I think that's where people kind of mess it up. Like, you you can plan out all day, but if you plan out and then you're looking at your plan and then you're getting overwhelmed and you're all of a sudden you're psyching yourself out at your own plan, you're never gonna do it. Yeah, you can't do that. 
you have to do it. Yep. And it's going to take a long time. And I think that's where people get it fucked up because they like to look at this person and look at this person and look at this person. And it's like, oh, they're doing this and they're doing this. It's like, yo, who cares what they're doing, yo? Yeah. Do what you're doing. Yep. You do that. Yep. That's what you do. And you'll get there when you are supposed to get there. Yep. There is no rush. There's no rush. I don't know why people want to rush, yeah. but you have to plan. If you plan and you execute and you grind, who's to say you can't make it? Yeah. But you got to plan and you got to execute and you have to grind. You can't just plan, execute, and then it's like, all right, cool, you know, We'll plan execute, you know, a few months from now again, and we'll see what happens. It's like, no, you got to plan, execute, and then grind and grind and yeah. grind and grind and grind. That's it. Man, that's, uh, shoot, that's what's been going through my head in, this, in the gym lately, man. It's just like, I'm in the gym, just thinking to myself, man, who can outwork me? That's that's what I'm thinking to myself. Who can yeah. outwork me? Who can outwork me? Be and your, to be, be honest, you're working, you got to beat yourself. Be your own you worst enemy. Yourself, that's man. what you got to do. Yeah. Yep. It's like, yo, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna outdo what I did yesterday. Yeah. Who, who like, what? That yep. shit you did yesterday? That wasn't shit. Yeah. I'm about to kill this shit today. Yep. And that's just how you have to think about it. Yeah. That's just how you gotta think about a lot of shit, man. That's what you gotta do. That's how. That's how I approach my comedy. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, last show, you know, I did this and that was good. Yo, that next show, I'm gonna fucking kill him. Yeah. I'm going to fucking kill him yeah. because I'm just going to get better and better and better and better. Because you got to better yourself. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You just, you, you just, you know. And take the time to, you know, realize when you are better, you know. Definitely, that's one thing, too. You know, you got to look for where you came from. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, looking back on my, my story, you know, there's, there's no way I can't be grateful. <laughs> Right, be right. Grateful and you know, thankful. Not only that, there's there's a reason why you're still here. There's yeah. a reason why, you know, you're thinking and how you're thinking now and all that. There's a reason yeah. you're meant to you're meant to do something great. Yeah, you're meant for it. And everybody is, man. That's what Everybody's you gotta realize. Meant for it. Yeah. Everybody has greatness. Yeah. In it. You just gotta figure out what you wanna do. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You don't have to be great at this, or you don't have to be great at that. It's like yo. You're gonna be great at something. Yeah. Just figure it out what you want to be great at. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Don't ever limit yourself, man. You know, always. I also always feel like you can always have your hands in different things, man. Yeah. You know, don't ever limit yourself. Yeah. That's a that's a real thing. You know, even like the whole music thing nowadays. You know, it's never just. It used to be if I was an artist, oh, I got paid off dropping mm-hmm. an album. Mm-hmm. It's not that anymore. Nope. You know. You can do it yourself now. So, yeah. You can do it yourself now. People produce it. You know, they do, it, they do it. They do it all. Doing, yeah, video. They doing everything. They do it all. They yeah. do it. You know, they're doing, they're arranging them. Everything. Yep. They're doing everything. Yep. It's crazy. You can do it, but you can do it. Yeah. You got to want to do it. Yeah. That's it. Don't matter what it is. You got to want to do it. Yeah. Like that shit, that shit is crazy, man. That shit's crazy. But people, you know, hopefully, hopefully people listening to this and just hearing this conversation, hopefully people will be like, you know, it'll make them, it'll make them feel something. 
that's all that's all that's all that's all I want from people at the end of the day is just for people to just feel something it's like oh I felt that it's like yeah man yeah cause this is then you know that's the, like that's a real story like that's the, like this all really happened yeah. but yeah if you feel that yeah that's yeah it's in the room right now mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that that's yeah. cool yeah, this was dope. This was dope. I appreciate you sharing that because yeah. that's a... Uh, it's been a long time coming, to be honest. That was a lot. Yeah, to be honest, I've been waiting to do that for a while now, so... Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Definitely appreciate it. You got to, like, almost get that off your chest type of thing. Yeah. That was a lot, but, yo, you're. I mean, you're here now. Yeah. So, Damn. I mean, and then the farther I go, man, the, the better the story gets. Yeah. So, everybody's a book. Yeah. Everybody's a book. Yeah. That's real facts. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was cool. So, I mean, you want to tell the people where to find you and stuff, or like? Yeah, yeah, we do can do, do that. that. We can do that. Do Instagram that show s h o w underscore the letter n underscore. Tell T E L L underscore one more time rel R E L L. That's show and tell rel. So you just got show underscore tell underscore. You know it. It ain't that hard. Show and tell rel. Look it up on Instagram. Come on, man. That's it. That's it, man. That's Terrell. I mean, you know where I'm at. You already know what it is. You know at you know at suburban underscore dope. That's yep. that's everywhere. That's on all of it. Um, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, Google Play, Spotify, subscribe, review, you know, comment, like it, all that. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that. Terrell, I appreciate you. Appreciate you, uh, man. Yeah, man. That's it. Suburban Dope. Yeah. Deuces.